Hello, I'm Claire Hankey and this is Where the Art Began. I'm an abstract artist and I'm on a mission to find out about how our experiences as children affect the work we create as adult artists. In each episode, I will chat to an inspirational artist about their thoughts and experiences around this subject. For a while now, I've been interested in memories and how these show up in my own work and practice. I hope you'll find this podcast thought-provoking and inspiring. It's for anyone who's interested in creativity, whether you're an artist, a collector, an art therapist or teacher, or just interested in real life. I hope you enjoy the episodes. Welcome to this, the first episode of Where the Art Began. Before I introduce my first guest, I wanted to say a little bit about what this podcast is about and why I've created it. Well, towards the end of last year, I did a review of my artwork, which was something I found incredibly useful. I pulled out a file of all the paintings I'd created, and I realised that the vast majority of them are in some way connected with my early childhood years. From paintings that evoke a memory of a place and a feeling once experienced, some more distinct memories of fabrics that my grandma used to wear and plants that still live and grow in my childhood garden. I realised that some of these memories have been tucked away for years and that through my art making I've been able to revisit them. This has led me to do more research into other artists, both historical and contemporary, and this podcast is part of that ongoing inquiry. I love the quote by Federico Fellini that all art is autobiographical and this idea is at the heart of the podcast. Okay, so it's time to introduce my first guest. Today I'm chatting with the American artist Nicholas Wilton. Nick is the founder of the Art to Life community and the incredible Creative Visionary Programme, otherwise known as CVP which I first took in 2021 and I'm revisiting it now as an alumni in 2024. I'm so honoured to have Nicholas on the podcast today and I really hope you enjoy tuning in. About his paintings, he says, they are visual poems informed by nature and my personal experiences of life. I hope you enjoy listening. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I am so good and uh, just a real honor to be here, uh, Claire, and and uh, catch up with well, what you're making and, and dive into this subject of, of influences and childhood influences. And uh, I love I love the subject. So excited. Oh. oh, that's lovely. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I know it's super crazy, busy time for you with your art workshop coming up soon. Um, we're going to talk a bit about that later, but just want to know, how's the prep going for that? It is going amazing. Uh, and, and I say this because we have the Art of Your Life workshop. Uh, it's out, it's coming up. And it's a little like a stream. If you put your hand in a stream and you feel a current, 
um, when we offer something, and we do different things over the years, uh, based on the response, there's a current, you know, you can feel like, are people ready for this? And and uh, it's a strong response, and that's a really good sign um, because, you know, I'm creating things, we're offering things that we truly feel are what what the world of artists and the world in general needs right now. And, and it's, it's sort of intuitive, but it's uh, nice to feel that I think we're right. I think we're right on with this, and the response has been overwhelming. So really excited to dive into that workshop and share this information with everyone yeah it's going to be brilliant I'm sure it's going to be great so if it's okay with you we're going to dive straight in perfect um, question first question is take us back to your childhood what was it like in your early formative years well, um, I was blessed uh, to have parents that, and my father in particular, who uh, encouraged a, a creative expression. Uh, he lived this life. He was an artist early on, and then he went into advertising. But my parents were um, emigrated from England before I was born. So they arrived in the United States from England leaving war-torn England, and um, and I was born in San Francisco. But my father, um, you know, survived and, and thrived, actually, uh, coming to this country and using creativity to create an advertising agency to solve problems for clients. Uh, and And he always talked about creativity as this almost superpower, that if you had this, if you understood creativity, and he taught me that everyone did, um, you you could do whatever you wanted. It, it was like a free ticket. And it's a very interesting reframe because as you know, most people are think of artists as uh, there's a lot of fear around it, that it isn't really a, a, a route that is uh, very mm. secure. Um, but he 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 taught me and believed quite the opposite that he really wanted me to be connected to my creativity and encouraged me um you know me doing art was like a way for me to get almost attention he loved that so i was fortunate to have been raised with the idea that there's nothing but money in art right it, it was complete flip it turns out and Amazing. i was quite surprised later to find out that there was a lot of fear around art making or maybe not fear just hesitation about a really stepping into this because it's kind of not taken seriously you you'll starve you know all, all the things mm. that we hear about so i that was amazing um but i also had a mother who had borderline personality disorder and she um she, I had to kind of manage that. So as a little kid, you do whatever you can to survive and make sure your parents love you. So I did art all the time and I love mm. that. But I also had to really pay attention to kind of being positive and encouraging my mother almost to a fault because if I didn't, um, if it, if anything was negative, she would leave, um, you know, quite physically oh, yeah. leave so it was a bit traumatic it was traumatic for oh, me and that yeah. was very formative the positive of this is that i became pretty good at reading people's 
emotional world. Like I had to with my mother, like how, what is, where is she at right now? What could I say? Could I compliment dinner? Could I say she has some, you know, how do I, how do I manage and, and this, her feeling she was going through. So all kinds of challenges were created for me because of this. But the positive one was that I got good at understanding um, people who are learning how to make art and there's resistance for them. I can feel into that and I know how to address it and I know how to to speak to it, to make people feel comfortable, to make people feel that they too can do something. And that was a gift that I got from my mother. Mm. Wow, that's fascinating. Right? Really fascinating. It, it took a long time for me to understand that second part. I mean, I, I have only shared this I think I shared it just just a few weeks ago on a on a yeah. live or something. I never made the connection between this really challenging thing of me growing up and feeling horribly responsible for my mother and all this, but yeah. it is it is a I can feel people's energy. When I'm in teaching in a workshop, I can mm. I can just feel of the room and I know that that person, the fourth person on the table, yeah. I'll go and help them because I can just feel where the resistance is. It's fascinating, you know, yeah. and, and there's a lot of gentle teaching, a lot of just care, love in the approach of me and the coaches in Art to Life. We're very gentle in, in the way we work with people. And I, I think that's a difference. That's something that came out of my childhood. I had to be that way. And I think it's the right way to be to help people. Um, yeah. But it's something that I've been, those kinds of people come and they're, they work in art to life. And so we're, we're all very, I think, very skilled in this area of helping people. Oh, you are for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So as a child, then, did you, did you realize that was going on at the time? Or no, no, just... no, I, I didn't, I didn't no. know it. I didn't understand that the, the I mean, there's the shadow side of this too. So mm. this has been challenging for me and later mm. in relationships and growing mm. up, and you know, caretaking for people, overly caretaking is not something, you know, you ultimately, I just kept doing it to everybody, you know, because I, yeah. that's what I yeah. did to survive, but it's, it mm. starts to become quite selfish because it's just made me feel comfortable. You know, I used to mm. overdo it. So I've had to learn uh, you know, what's healthy, what's not, mm. um, you can't rescue people, but you can help them, you know, all, yeah. all the things. So yeah, it's, it's, a uh, it's interesting. Yeah. So, um, but, but I think understanding that, you know, the gift that I got from my mother, the positive aspects of it, um, really showed up once I, and I taught early on, I was always teaching. So I've always done this, but I, I love it. I love, I yeah. love unlocking the key uh, for the people's creativity yeah and seeing seeing what a difference you can make to people oh, I mean, it must be best. lovely to see like the before and after you yeah and it's, it's like lot. yourself Claire I mean you we haven't really talked before and yeah. you know you did CVP and you got something out of it and you're just yeah. going now your work you're just diving in so it's not it's oh, it's just really you. different than helping a person who is you know so needy it's like my mom it was it wasn't ever going to get better. And I was just in mm. this awful position. But when you're helping people, coaching people, um, mm. guiding people, you're like a high mountain guy, but you're not needed for that long. You just get them going and then they mm. go off on 
on their own and they yeah. do their thing. And that's that's really what I love to see. Like, yeah. wow, you know, look at what's happening. And they might have been taking one of our programs a year ago, two years ago, yeah. five years ago. So it's yeah. uh that is the best when they're they're not with, you know, they're just doing this now. They've figured yeah. this out for themselves. Oh, that's that's lovely. Gosh, I didn't realize that. Were you an only child? No, I had uh, two older sisters. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Are they into? Are they artists? Um. Yes. Uh. Well, one my so it was me. I was the youngest, and I had a middle my middle sister child, whatever you know, Rose. Mm. I'm not as in touch with her so much anymore, but she did photography, and then my older sister um really didn't do much art, and and I think you know I was the one who was creative and. It was just the fifties family where, you know, some kids, some of the, the children are, oh, you're so brilliant. And the other children have to choose something that's not that so they can get attention, you know. So yeah. other sister chose sports or, you know, it's it's yeah. funky you know, that this that you know this. This is kind of what yeah. happens. But um, so I didn't really I my, no, my sisters were not, I was the art kid, you know, so they yeah. they didn't. And my and my parents didn't really think of them that way. So it was it's not how I think of people. If anyone wants to make art, as you know, yeah. if anyone can do yeah. this, um, yeah. they can. But uh, you know, yeah. So it was it was interesting. They didn't oh. really go into it. Oh, that's lovely. Okay, let's move on to question two. Was there a particular moment in your childhood that stayed with you and influenced your art making? Yes. Um, I must have, I was quite young. I was still in high school. And one of the things that I started doing, I was, I was building stained glass windows and I was sort of a craft thing and, and I loved it. And it was, you know, it's an art form, but I was, and I, what I would do is I would take, uh, I'd find pictures. And I remember I found a picture. It was a time magazine cover and, you know, you can go back and look at it. I don't know when it was like 1974 or whatever, but it, the cover was a uh, a drawing, a, a painting drawing of Mother Teresa. And she was in the news and I think she got person of the year, you know, the yeah. angel she is. And uh, I believe it was a Bob Peak illustration, if I, if I remember correctly, but it was a realistic portrait. And I took that portrait and I designed a stained glass window of it. And, you know, she's a nun. I mean, it was odd. I, I wasn't religious, but I I just chose this for some reason. And I made this very ornate window. It was two or three feet tall. And and um it was it took me forever. And and I showed my father and he, you know, thought it was great and everything. And mm -hmm. but then I I did a another window. My next window was I took a class by a uh contemporary artist, a temporary glass designer. And one of the assignments was to take a piece of broken glass from the bins and design something with it. And so I yeah. did this floral thing from this broken piece of glass, this shape that I was attracted to. And I, I made this whole thing up and it was just this made up thing. And I, I remember I showed my father that and mm -hmm. he, he pulled his chair back and he was like, this is so much better than anything you've ever made really? because it's original. I mean, it was like, he 
he just stopped everything. He stopped eating. He just pushed his chair back. I mean, it was like, what? You know, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't even think <laughs> oh, of it that so way. Nice. But it was, it was this, yeah. you make things that are of you, you can change the world. You know, it was that kind of like, what, 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 you know? And mm. it's interesting because that's what I'm teaching. That's what the art of your life workshop is about. Yeah. So yeah. that was a pivotal moment. Wow. I, I never that. forgot it. I never forgot it. And I've I've taught it. That's everything, everything I teach came yeah. from that moment. Yeah. You haven't got a photo of it? Do you still have a photo? Yeah, I do. I, absolutely. Oh, do I could dig it up. Yeah. Probably oh, could find, I'd love to see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, she had kind of a wrinkly face. So it was perfect for stained glass, you know, yeah. it was like all lines and you know, her face oh, has God. such a beautiful story, you know. Yeah. I still have the window. It's in my attic, you know. It's lovely Great. that your your dad responded in that way, isn't it? To your yeah. and that you yeah. had that kind of cultural background at home that you were able to show him your your work and he would respond to it like that. Yeah, and, he, and it wasn't he was yeah, he wasn't the most effusive fellow. I mean, my parents right. both were from England and I I don't think I saw either of them cry and jump mm -hmm. up and down for joy or you know they were just rather kind of quiet in that regard yeah. you know emotionally not so this was really stood out for me because he mm -hmm. he really was genuinely moved by what I, like as surprised in anything almost like I won a million dollars you know that kind of surprise he he was <laughs> oh my god you know and and I you know you, I really felt that you know wow yeah. Oh, that's a lovely memory. Okay, so let's move on to number three. Is there a particular part of your practice that awakens childhood memories within you? And how does this surface in your artwork? Yes, uh, you know, art for me was a, a place, a place to go that was my own. Uh, I shared with you the rather grown up, therapeutic kind of pressured uh, role I, I held as a young seven-year-old. And the escape for me was, uh, was drawing and going in the garden and making things and painting things and looking at dragonflies and iridescence and color and bugs, mm. and trees and forts. And <laughs> that was, that was like a doorway that was open to wonder that was open to adventure and and uncertainty and oh my goodness just the joy of life and it really made me feel alive and and so my work was always about that and mm. that is what my work is about it's also what i teach about you know i use that phrase a lot you know what brings you alive right yeah. like we want to make our art we want to be connected to this part of ourselves right like you're you're particularly interested in childhood development and it's there's something in it for you there's a reason why you're drawn to this there's a reason why we're having this podcast it's part of what you're putting out in the world and it's powerful and potent so for me you know and that's what i teach is like people learning how to connect into that so literally that's my works about now it's no longer realistic it's abstract but the colors the metaphor of color and the feeling and the energy um, that's what the work's about. Uh, it's about exploration and yeah. and and how the world feels 
to me, not so much how it looks, but how it feels and how that's changing and I'm changing. And it's really an experience I have when I walk into the studio and I'm making the art. Mm -hmm. um, how do I make this feel more, more like how I how, make me feel more alive? And, and, and interestingly enough, uh, when people see it, they get a similar feeling. Some people do, you know, which yeah. I find fascinating. Yeah, I was looking at your work earlier. Actually, I went on your website and I was looking through some of your paintings and they are like these imaginary worlds. Mm -hmm. you, know, you get the feeling of depth and and also these reoccurring motives I've noticed in your work, the bird. Yeah. Does that come from a, yeah. a place? Yeah, they, the, the, the work was more botanical in nature early on uh, from yeah. being outside and... But certain things like um, certain colors, the, the, this blue color that is like the water when you dive in off a boat in the Mediterranean and that yeah. blue color, it's about freedom and expression and I love that color. So that shows up a lot. The infinity symbol, which is about possibility, that shows up a lot. Those eights. Yeah. Um, the poppy shaped flower it's like a it's like a open to the sky kind of opening it's about opening heart opening so yeah there's motifs that you know they were they were realistic things at one time and then they just got into they became almost like a stylized code but mm -hmm. i can these these paintings are they're like a, almost like a text you know there there's meaning in them and and I can see it. I you know it's interesting you kind of notice that, but there's a lot of sort of personal story shape line yeah. that that come back to my early travels. I went to India. There's all all kinds of things in them, you know, which which I think is kind of right. I mean, yeah. our work should feel like the, a little bit relate to where we've been and what we've done, and yeah. it just gets richer the more we go, you know. Yeah. That's wonderful. There, there's one other thing, actually, I, I, I thought when I looked at your work as well. I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but some of them, they reminded me a little bit of like um, a board game kind of, ah. you know, the, the, the um, checker, checkerboard games. I don't know. There's something yeah. about them that's very playful. And I almost yeah. feel like I, almost a snake, snakes and ladders one as well. I, I thought like imaginary yeah. games. <laughs> it's funny you say that because you know both my parents I mean I played the snakes and ladders like I I love that idea that you know a big part of my approach is this find your way as you go right like yeah. don't try and figure it all out and it's like that board game I mean you might just land on a square and then you're gonna go straight up that ladder and you're also gonna <laughs> want to go back six squares but but yeah. I love that. I love that about art making. And I love that about an artful life that if we're paying attention, we can start curating and selecting the things that that are those ladders, that are those stepping stones to the next place we want to go. Mm. So absolutely, it's it's a journey. I mean, I really think of art as a journey. It's, the, you know, and I, and I coach this way. I, I'm really into and we do this in the creative visionary program, right? Like it's a series. I want you to be able to look back at what you've done. There's the, the first one, then there's the second and the third. 
look what's happening. What do I like about the third one that showed up also in the eighth one that I can bring into the 15th one? Yeah. This is how we learn. This is how we find our way. The art making becomes the becomes the roadmap to, to where we're going. Mm. We don't necessarily know the destination yet, but the clues are all there. The breadcrumbs are the art. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that you it doesn't matter that you don't know where they're going either. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, right. I think I used to worry, you know, before I took CVP, I used to always kind of have or feel that I had to know what the picture was going to look like eventually or what my project was going to look like. But now I, I realize that that actually doesn't matter. That we and can just, it, yeah, you know, we can just so, let it develop. It's so freeing. And yeah. also extra surprising that even letting go of all expectations of where you're going you kind of go different ways but it's i'm always surprised that i kind of end up in a similar place like oh my god these this work actually hangs together you know this is actually yeah. like this is a body of work this looks like my work you know and yeah. and wow i went a completely different way and and it's about trust, right? There's there's mm. a faith that's involved that you know this. You know, there's an invitation to be hopeful and to have faith, and mm. I love that about yeah. art. It's it's a faith in life, you know. Mm. Wonderful, Nick. Those um, answers are so interesting. We've got a lot to think about there. Um, before we finish up today, I'd really like you to talk about your free workshop next week. Well, it'll be, yeah, 4th of March, I think it starts. Yeah, yeah, we start on the 4th of March, right? Yeah, could you tell everyone a little bit about it and and how how they can sign up to this workshop? Yes, well, I know, you're Claire, you've got a link. Uh, the best way is to, uh, in the show notes, you guys. Yes. Uh, Claire has put a link there. Um, so it's kind of great if you've been listening along and we've talked about a few things and we talked about, um, how, and, and, you know, how to get your art, you know, more like yourself and, and that's, it gets really good. If you want to improve your art, um, we think that we need to get different art materials or learn color better and learn design and value and these are this is true we do need to learn these um, fundamentals and i will be sharing some amazing tools and art making approaches and art making principles in the art of your life workshop but this year i'll also be teaching something that actually is more powerful and it's an understanding of how how do you approach this? How do you want to start thinking about how you want to feel when you're making your art? Mm. How, you know, what, what does it take? What do you, to, for, for you to feel alive, for you to feel excited? What is that? And, and we lose our way. And, and so there's going to be some conversations and I'm going to be doing some prompts and doing some things in the Art of Your Life workshop because we can spend a lot of time, as I did, making art that's pretty good, even art that people really love. But that's not really what we're here for. We're here to make art that is of us, that is the art of our life, that only Claire could make, 
like, this is what we want to like, mm -hmm. this is what we're leaving, you know, like, this is why we were brought to the planet to make this kind of work. And I, and, and it's, you know, so it's, it's a step up it, it, and yeah. it, but this is the kind of art, it's actually easier to make and it's more powerful. It sells, you can build careers out of it. So there's a lot around this and, and a lot of it isn't about what you're doing with your paintbrush. It's what you're doing before you even pick the paintbrush up. It's what you're doing, how you feel connecting to all aspects of yourself um, in order to when, so when you make that mark, people can feel it. People can feel you're connected to something that's more bigger than just the picture of the barn. It's like you've chosen something that you really care about. I mean, yeah. we can feel it. And that's that's what art can do at, at its best. And so that's that's kind of, you know, the shorthand version of what, of what we'll be involved in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exciting. And it's over the space of a week, isn't it? Yeah, right? it's over five days. It starts yeah. on March 4th and it goes till March 5th. So it's a Monday to Friday. People will be uh, emailed a kind of overview lesson in the morning. It's, yeah. it's you know, really kind of clear and tight. But then the, the action really is meeting for the live in-studio trainings. And those start at 12 a.m., um, 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. And that's when I'll be going into this and you'll be ready for it because you'll watch this little mini lesson. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be doing art together. I've got guests coming on there. So it's it's really, um, it's about getting everyone in motion, you know, having you actually work. Um, we're asking people to bring a sketchbook. You don't oh, have a sketchbook, brilliant. just bring some paper, um, any kind of art materials. But once you sign up, we'll be sending you all the information. And oh. we have an amazing um, Art of Your Life uh, pop-up Facebook group. So lots of people be doing this together people will be sharing their work and we'll be just diving into this this is this is the biggest week for art to life that we only do this once a year oh, i mean so much work um, but it's an opportunity to, to help a lot of people um yeah. all over the world so um oh, please come yeah i know i'm really looking forward to it myself uh, yes. I, I will be working some of the days but i'll be tuning in um and yeah, it's, I know it's a really exciting week because you feel the momentum of all these people. Yes. You're yes. all doing it together. And that's it. It's yeah. just really, really fun. And you're so generous with what you share as well. So it's. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Exciting, I love it. Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> so, and of course, after that workshop, there is that option people can join up to see the yeah. this year. Can I ask you, is it going to be much different this year to other years? Or uh, yes. Yeah. The All of Art to Life, everything we are offering, everything we're doing is we are really stepping into what we've been talking about on this call, helping people find their way back to themselves using their art. I mean, we're really good at teaching people color. We're really good at, I know all that stuff, any material, like we know how to do that and you need that information, but that's not the secret sauce. The secret sauce is about authenticity. And that is a much more uh, nuanced thing to teach, but that's what we're good at. And that's what we'll be doing. Oh, and, and we're in it and we're, so one of the bigger things of in the creative visionary program, and for those of you listening, uh, this is a program that we offer once a year. It's 12 weeks long. It's a deep dive into everything, pretty much everything we've been talking about on this call. But um, 
And but this year um, we have we always have it's me plus I had had a few coaches in the past, but this year we have an entire creative team. This is a all star, amazing team of people from from uh, you know life coaches, psychologists, amazing writers, visionaries, incredible artists, and then my team of art to life coaches. There's about seven of us. And so it's it's going to be really amazing uh, yeah. what's going to happen. I'm so excited. So it's different. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited because I'm going to be joining as an alum. So oh, fantastic! I'm yeah, you'll see. It's it. it's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Oh, Nick, thank you so so much for joining. Absolutely. Us today. I hope you've enjoyed looking back and reflecting on your childhood experiences. It's been fascinating listening. So we'll keep in touch and um, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the free workshop. I'll be there. So Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And people can sign up on the, in the show notes. In of, the show notes. Podcast. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. okay. Nick. Thanks ever so much. You Absolutely. take care. You too, you Claire. Bye-bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed listening in today. I really appreciate you being here. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can do so via my website, which is at www.clairehankeyartist.com. You can see there my abstract paintings inspired by childhood memories. Um, also, you can DM me or get in touch with me via Instagram. I'm at clairehankeyartist. So thanks again for listening and I hope you'll tune in next time. Bye.